Uh, what we were doing was backing up to those actions a spouse can take to accomplish these six things. And I'm going to recap some of the things you said. You can take some notes if you think it would be helpful. But what you want to listen to, listen for, are the ones that are especially important for you. The ones you think make a lot of sense in your marriage. So the first one, help the other feel listened to. You said make eye contact. Repeat back what you've said, which is a factor of active listening. Look at each other. Participate. Positive body language, which has to do with uh, looking at each other, facing each other, putting away distractions, including devices. Uh, that's a whole new aspect of our relationships, isn't it? A whole new distraction that uh, really can be a distraction. Everything becomes less special if I'm doing this while I'm talking to you. And if I'm doing that for my spouse, I have just demonstrated that I'm, I'm really not listening to you. And put away the grading. Huh? Somebody must be a teacher or married to a teacher. Pretty hard for a teacher to put away the grading uh, on a weeknight. But we get what you're saying. The second thing, you said help the other feel understood. So repeat back what you've heard. Ask questions. Good one. Tell me more about. Uh, some of you said listen for feelings. So not just the facts, but understand this is, a, this is a person's heart coming to you as well. Do what they ask, right? That would show the person that you really got it. Show some understanding. So it's not just the facts. Um, people communicate for other reasons than just the facts and the emotional connection too. So um, I really like what some of you said about the feelings. Number three, ask for what you want. You said be specific and direct. Boy, men like that, don't they? Just come right out and, and tell it to me. What is it that you want? And I let most men anyway really like that and it helps them. Um, no sugar coating. Um, you know, just go ahead and state how you, uh, what it is that you want. Number four, uh, use I, not you. Uh, these are my feelings and I'm just owning them and I'm not blaming you for them. I feel this way because you um, just, just work with your feelings and you don't have to blame the other person. Um, be honest without being hurtful. Uh, speaking the truth, if we're going to use a Bible verse for that, right? Speaking the truth, but speaking it in love. Uh, somebody said, I think it was Ben Wessel, huh? care-fronting, not confronting. And I think that would cut to the purpose of this. It's to care about you and our relationship, not, to, not necessarily to correct you or point out your fault, um, that's different from confronting. Uh, use an inside voice. That's a good one, especially if you're inside. Here's what you said for number five. Discuss problems. Be open to each other's feelings. Be very careful. Uh, that means, uh, I think it was Pastor Sharp who said, that be, do this very carefully. Give some thought. What do I want here? Why am I bringing this up? Is now a good time um, what's the setting for this? How are we equipped to discuss this? Really good to be careful with this. Suggest solutions. Go straight to the problem. Um, stick to one thing at a time. Maria Montenegro wants to speak Spanish on the board. You're going to have to reply in Spanish to Maria and Jesus, who are listening in from Madison. Thank you for joining in, uh, by the way. But I can't respond to you in Spanish. And you know that, too. Uh, and number six, be satisfied with how you talk with each other. You said provide feedback. Solutions need to work for both. You know, there's a certain number of uh, problems that a couple will have that are perpetual. 
Maybe they're just built into your DNA differences or personality differences, and you're not really going to solve them. Um, but what can you do that make you both happy with the way you're working through it? And then there are other problems that can be solved uh, through compromise. And what's your strategy for compromise? And by the way, that's part of richer marriage. It's a whole hour on, on compromise and how to make that work for both. Somebody was listening last week about letting the turtles talk, encouraging the turtles to talk. Now you can't make a turtle talk because that kind of hailing, that turtle will just withdraw back into his shell or her shell. But what can you do to coax that turtle out of his shell? Uh, don't say a thing to hurt the other. And uh, Harmon, we're all coming over to your place for wine. So thank you for the invitation. Very good. That was some important learning that we just did. We taught each other with the experiences we've had. Now it's time for you two to turn to each other as a couple. But first, just some thinking time. Before you turn to each other, two actions I'll try to do to better communicate with you are plan what you're going to say to your spouse in about 60 seconds. I'll tell you when the, when the time is up and you can turn to just your spouse and tell each other what you've written. Complete the sentence in 60 seconds. Well, that's about a minute. Assuming that you've got two sentences written down or two answers to that, turn to each other. Tell just your spouse, two actions I'll try to do to better communicate with you are. You have one minute, so do this. Uh, just read the sentences to each other.
we, you may not quite be done with that, and that's okay. You can continue doing that because it's what you're going to practice now. So you said, these are the things I want to try to do. Let's try them. Just as a couple, again, this is a conversation just between the two of you, practice the actions you just told each other as you discuss plans for your next date. So remember the six actions a spouse can take on the top of page four, the ones you thought were important? Remember how you just uh, completed those bullets, two actions I'd like to take to, to better communicate with you? And now practice them as you make, as you discuss plans for your next date. You have two minutes. Okay, so that was a bit concocted, but it was good for practice. Let's make this a little more real. Privately, so again, independent of your spouse, don't show each other yet. You will show just your spouse in a minute. Privately write down two things you think you need to talk about. And don't make them too explosive, all right? Uh, maybe it's... Uh, whether or not to paint a room, whether you get the car fixed or get a different car or a, a time you go to bed, whether you want it earlier or later, but just something, two things you think you need to talk about. I'll be quiet for 60 seconds while you think about what those are, write them down. I'll be back in 60 seconds and tell you what to do with them. Mm -hmm. 
That's about a minute. I hope you have a couple of things written down. Now, as a couple, compare your lists. Just the two of you, look at each other's lists and choose one for two minutes that you practice the actions you agreed to try. So look at your list, choose one to discuss for two minutes. And remember, you're practicing the things you remembered from the top of page four and the bullets you wrote down about communication strategies you want to try. You have two minutes, just the two of you. I have not been asking for you to enter anything into the message box, but uh, my technician and I would appreciate it if uh, one or two of you would put something in just to make sure that there's a connection here. Uh, we want to make sure this is going out to people who are hearing it. We'd appreciate it. All right, what did you learn from that? Here's an important question that we're not going to take the time for now, 
But when this broadcast is over, I'd encourage you to continue the discussion. Come back to this activity and ask, what did we learn from this? What did we learn from this? can be an important uh, conversation to have as follow-up. Practice assertiveness and active listening. Assertiveness is not the same as aggressiveness. Assertiveness. Let me tell you what that is. You can fill in the blanks. Assertiveness is the ability to express your feelings and ask for what you want. That sounds selfish to some who were brought up not to ask for what we want or not to use the words I want, but if I don't tell my spouse she can't serve me, she's guessing. If she doesn't tell me I can't serve her the way I want to, I have to guess. So assertiveness is important. It's, it's not selfishness. It's being able to express my feelings and ask for what I want in this relationship or discussion. Active listening, there are many facets to it, but one facet is letting your spouse know you understood by restating. And that includes the feelings behind it, like some of you wisely pointed out before. Here's how we'll practice this. Create a wish list of, of things you'd like more or less of in your relationship. Do this individually, just privately. Don't tell your spouse yet. You only have 60 seconds. It could be anything. I, I want to watch NASCAR with you more. Uh, I want us to have less discussions over money. I want us to have more regular family devotions. Uh, I want us to uh, make sure our schedule is, uh, is straight and a, more, a clearer schedule for our family. Could be anything. It doesn't really matter. Uh, you're going to use this for practice. 60 seconds while you create that wish list. Then I'll tell you what to do with them. if you have one or two things on your wish list, uh, that's enough for what we're going to do next. Here's what you need to know. You'll take turns being the speaker and the listener. The speaker's job, speak for yourself. These are, the, uh, these are on the middle of page five. Use I statements. Describe how you'd feel if your wish came true. That's not hard, gentlemen. There are only four emotions that you feel. Mad, glad, sad, scared. Anything else is a combination of those. So, so make it easy on yourself, mad, glad, sad, scared. The speaker's job about that issue is, is, is do those two things. The listener, after the speaker is done, you can repeat, summarize what you've heard, and describe how 
the, the wish behind what the speaker asked for and how your spouse would feel if it came true. So the instructions are there for you. Uh, listen, I do have to warn you about this kind of conversation. Some of you are so perfectionistic that if the other brings up anything re desiring some kind of improvement, it, it really blows you away. So these words are just for you. For you, if you're the perfectionistic one, get over it. <laughs> Nobody is there. And these conversations are important for every couple to have. So husband, you go first, choose an item from your list and you be the speaker. Wife, you be the listener and then flip it around. Wife, you be the speaker. Choose an item from your list. You be the speaker. Just one item and you be the speaker. Husband, you look at what the listener is supposed to do and you take those listeners uh, uh, roles and you won't solve anything. And that's going to drive other people crazy. You won't solve anything, but this is about speaking and listening for love and respect. The solution could come later. So you have four minutes. I'll tell you when two minutes are up, but uh, two minutes each. Husband, you go first, be the speaker, wife, be the listener. I'll interrupt and tell you two minutes are past and then flip it around. That's about two minutes, so you, if you haven't yet, turn it around, reverse roles now. Wife, you take the speaker's job, choose one of the items from your list. Husband, you be the listener. Two more minutes.
Here are two good questions to ask as you wrap this up. We won't take the time for you to discuss them now. Write them down so you can discuss how good were you at being assertive? And in what ways did each of you use active listening skills? What did you notice in the other? So if you could jot those two questions down, that would be a great follow-up to what you've just done. How did this work for us? How good were we? How much work do we need to put into this? And, and what did you notice about active listening? Here's what you've done tonight. Listen and speak to show love and respect. You've identified communication mistakes. You've determined actions a spouse can take to improve communication, and you've practiced assertiveness and active listening. That's all part of richer marriage. We wrap it up with this plan on the bottom of the page. Again, we're not going to take time to do that now. It's homework for you couples. Uh, you have a few of those places you can go back to and continue this conversation. If you're Harmon, the wine probably isn't gone yet, so pour another glass of wine and continue that conversation. Use that plan on the bottom of page five to get the most out of the work you've done tonight. I'm confident that if you do these kinds of things, if you put this kind of work into it, you will have a richer marriage. Join us next Wednesday for the final installment of Interactive Faith on Enriching Marriage. I'll teach you five ways, five actions you can take to keep your marriage special. It's part of Mysterious Marriage. Uh, again, a whole weekend class, but we'll take one little piece of it. Five simple actions you can take to avoid the humdrumification of marriage and keep your marriage special. A reminder that there are Wells Marriage Enrichment and Getaway Weekends all around the country in these locations this year, different locations next year. The black stars have already taken place, but the red are still coming up. Go to wells.net for more information. These two areas, Northern California and Phoenix, are not yet posted on wells.net. But if this is if these are areas you're interested in, send me an email. And then as soon as those are posted, I'll make sure you get a notice. RandyKHunter at gmail.com if you're interested in attending a Wells Marriage Enrichment and Getaway Weekend in Northern California, Napa Valley area or Phoenix um, this summer. And again, the next one coming up for you to participate in, if you're anywhere near the Midwest, is uh, in at Market Square, coming up in about a month in Zion, Illinois. Let's pray together. Lord God, thank you for your communication to us, your perfect communication of the gospel. We see our need for it because you point out our sin. We see the solution in Jesus because you have made that abundantly clear through your word and the ways you have distributed blessings through your sacraments. Help us communicate with each other in a way that shows love and respect. Make ours richer marriages for it, that you might get your glory and we would get joy from this gift of marriage. We ask these things in your name. Amen. Amen.